Life is about core memories, creating moments with your friends, with your kids that you guys will never forget. And we have one right in our backyard here, Atlanta United. I can't stress this enough to you guys. If you haven't gone, it is the most spectacular sports event in Atlanta. The crowd is wild. They never sit down. It is electric. It is an amazing event each and every week. And the games are right down the street. It is Atlanta. Go online. Get your tickets today. ATLUTD.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bird Show. Look at what Bird Show's success story just walked in. Hey. Blake is back. We're here, baby. How you doing, man? This thing still work? He yeah. just like snuck right in. We all looked up like, what is going on? Like no time had passed. Nothing. Uh, for those that might be brand new virtual listeners, although the ratings say we don't have a whole bunch of those, um, <laughs> tell them who you are and how we got here. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, started as an intern on the show. So intern Blake was born. Um, and then I somehow snuck around and became part-time Blake. And then through a series of unfortunate events, became Bless Your Heart Blake. Um, <laughs> a lot of those. Part-time Blake. Uh, yeah, I think every day I'm under the sun. Uh, would eventually become to be a producer on the show. And then uh, after working here for several years, decided I wanted to pursue a career in television. And everybody here said, jump afraid, go and do it. And here we are. So he goes to Columbus first. Columbus, Georgia. I was down there for two years as a morning anchor. Um, and then now I am in Nashville, Tennessee. So this is such a huge deal. For those of you guys that don't quite understand the media thing, like you can do morning radio in like these small towns for most of your career before you work your way up. And TV and news specifically is the same way. So you get a job in Columbus to get your feet wet. And then normally you spend a couple of years there and you move into a little bit of a bigger market. And then you get a little more experience. And then you make the jump into a little bit of a bigger uh, um, market. And then you end up in a place like Nashville. This dude is fast track. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> And is doing what, weekend news now? Yep, so weekend mornings, and then uh, I also report sometimes during the week as well. So so is it everything that you thought it was going to be? I, I am loving it so much. Like, I've never been more happy. I It just, I, I hate waking up at 2 a.m. Like, that should yeah. be a crime. It um, is. Oh, so today, coming here, was like, oh, I get to sleep in. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is like the only dude that we have in here that we can't complain about the hours <laughs> right. to. Uh-huh. Um, no, it, it, is, it is awesome. I'm really, really enjoying it so much. I knew you were nervous about moving to Nashville because Columbus was still close enough to family. Yes. And so that move to Nashville was a really big deal for you. It was huge. And, you know, we were just talking about it before we came on the air. My hope was I really wanted to plant in Nashville. I wanted to find friends. I wanted to develop community. And then my birthday was a couple of days ago. I look up and like 30 people all chose to ride a party bus with me to a winery. And it just was kind of a moment of reflection where you're thinking like, 
dang, like, I feel so grateful and so lucky. Awesome. And it's been awesome. What was your mindset like going through those transitions? Because I feel like you just continue to level up, level up, and find yourself in something new. I feel like you can relate to this too, but there's just uh, an adrenaline you get from it of like maybe you don't know what's going to happen, but the pursuit lies within um, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to risk it all. And <laughs> I think honestly, leaving this show, Jumping Afraid, was like, wow, all right, here we go. We got to really figure this out. Um, and I'm so glad I did. You know, and not only what Blake and I have been keeping in touch, especially with him, with job opportunities, not only did Nashville come along, but Austin was hitting them up at the exact same moment. They both wanted them. It was really, really crazy how it kind of all came to be. And so a year later, really happy to be in, in Nashville. Definitely miss Atlanta, be, miss being at home. Uh, like KK mentioned, this is the furthest I've lived from home. So that's been um, challenging within its own right. But um, Nashville's been awesome. But that's crazy. So you were in Columbus for two years. You've been in Nashville a year. So it's been three years since you've been here. I know. That yeah, doesn't seem right? possible. I that know. doesn't seem like it's been that long. Not at all. Uh-uh. It was like yesterday. Yeah. I was like going to get coffee orders. <laughs> just, yeah, it was great. And you were such a natural on TV. Like the first time you did it down in Columbus, we were like, what? Yeah. Well, impressive. That was that's very that's very kind of you. Um, and then, yeah, and here we are now. And I feel like every time I come back to Atlanta, I always want to come by and, and say hello. And, and, and Bert has always said, just sneak in. If you can get in, I have no choice but to let you on the air. So, um, no, some of your segments have... Um, um, gone viral. How many followers do you have on Instagram now? Um, so on Instagram, I just have like, I haven't gained much on Instagram, but TikTok is where I've found the new success yes. and it's been insane. Uh, like 360,000 followers. Hey, on TikTok. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mo, you called me like a couple months ago and I think it's just this weird dichotomy of a, uh, white news anchor singing these really rap songs <laughs> yeah. and they don't know what to do with it. And it's been a lot of fun. So Joe so and Zone is sing Drake and they're like so impressed by yeah. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, he doesn't listen to Katy Perry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, um, so the professional journey has been strong. It's been strong. But right. the personal journey? Not so much. And that is what has led me here today to be with you all um, because I've thought about this for quite some time. And, you know, just to kind of fast track and catch you up to speed. Two years ago, I was in Columbus. I was a morning news anchor. The Braves had just won the World Series. And I had reached a point where I felt so empty, so alone, and no matter what I achieved, um, nothing could fulfill this void that I felt was missing in my life. And as someone who works really hard and like wants to do well, I didn't know what to do with that. And so that set me on a journey of figuring out like for the first time, I'm going to work on Blake instead of working on the professional and the career aspects of all of it. And so um, a couple of a couple of months later, through a series of, of conversations, uh, decided to get to a point to where I was excited and um, uh, to accept and embrace the fact that I'm gay and I wanted to own that. And I wanted to begin this journey of living a life that was open, honest and authentic to me. And so um, I have a list in my phone. It was called One Day and I would write notes to myself and I had a list of people that I wanted to tell and make sure they heard it from me. And um, that was a journey that began two years ago. And so being here on the other side of it, um, it has certainly been a journey. Um, I think there's obviously, you know, owning that and beginning to look within comes with a lot of fear. Um, obviously a fear that I could lose my job, a fear that I would lose my friends, a fear that no one would want to 
hang out or talk to me anymore. Um, a fear that I, you know, I'm a person of faith and that my church wouldn't want anything to do with me. And so um, that set me on um, a, a real journey of, of trying to figure out what, what does this look like? And I, you know, my, my friend BT, he has this quote and he says, a hard worker is working towards something. A workaholic is running from something. Mm. And I no doubt mm. just agreed with that quote um, tremendously. And so um, that set me on a journey. And I think it was one of those things to where I had all this success in my life, but I had nobody to share it with. And so I just thought, I don't care if I lose it all. I think it's worth the risk of opening my heart and mind up to the idea of love and being able to um, go on a date. And that was literally why I decided to come out so I could go on a date. And after going on a few dates, I'm like, why the heck did I rush this? (laughs) So, wait, this is your coming out party? Yeah. This is it, baby. Congratulations. You guys, my, my heart. And you brought donuts. We didn't. Have, we don't have a gift. I brought donuts because I knew it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> so Blake and I have talked about this for a long time. Yeah, a really long time. Um, you're handling it so much better than I am because my heart is beating so loudly right now. <laughs> it's in my ears. Um, and then we walked around the corner, and Bert's like, "I'm nervous." And I'm like, "You're the host. You can't be nervous." <laughs> <laughs> this is my story. I'm the one that's supposed to be nervous. Um, and he has. He told me. That, I mean, he called me. Um, I can't even remember how long ago it was. And this list that you had when he was telling people that was he was close to that he was gay, he was you were almost doing it in an apologetic type way. Like I just I feel bad that I haven't been living authentically around you and other people. And that's when I said, dude, you don't need to apologize to anybody for who you are. Yeah. But I'm wondering if others go through the same thing. Yeah, I think there's a part of it, too, where, you know, you feel like people that you love and care about are going to look at you differently because there's this part of you. And I think, too, Bert, one of the things that we talked about was like, I hope there's so many other things you think about, Blake, when I my name comes up in a room. Maybe this thing is just later on down the list. Like, I want to be seen as someone who's a good friend, who's caring, who knows how to have fun. Um, but this is also an important part of me. And I wanted people that I deeply cared about to hear it directly from me. Um, and that was like my rite of passage to like get on the dating apps. So, um, yeah. Yes. It's part of your identity, but it doesn't define you. Right. Right. And I'm, I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy for you. And I can't imagine the freedom you must be feeling inside. Like you're just beaming. You've always been <laughs> mm-hmm. a bright, positive force, but there is something about you. I noticed it even when you walked in studio, it was like you were relaxed in yeah. a way and comfortable. You seem lighter. Yeah. I, 100% I am. I think, you know, Mo was asking me how it was going and it was like, I feel so happy and so grateful. The day that I feared most has arrived and I have suddenly overcome with so much joy and gratitude. And, you know, I was wondering if I was going to cry, but it's like, I, I've kind of cried all the tears, I think, leading up to this moment. Um, and I have so many wonderful people in my life who have loved me so well and who have just been there with me every every step of the way. Um, I want to go back for just one second um, because those that haven't had to live like that have had to live in sort of this fear and in hiding. Um, I think those of us that have never don't know what that experience is like. And you and I have talked so much that you were so afraid when you were in Nashville that you were going to get caught on a date and how it was going to affect everything. So 
Kind of play that out for us. Yeah, I mean, it's something that you kind of, that was one reason I wanted to come back here. One, this show means so much to me. In a way, this show proved to me that, you know, you can live a life of, of, of honesty and authenticity. But on the same token, you know, you it's just like this constant um, thing in the back of your mind that at some point the shoe's going to drop. People are going to find out who you are. No one's going to love you. Um, and, and everyone's going to believe that your life is just this lie. And um, basically, I think when you decide to come out, you own your story. And you're like, you can't harm me with something that I'm proud of. And so um, that oh, is... Oh, I am so proud right? of you. Yeah, is, I love that. Inspiring, man. That's I'm super proud of you. That's where I'm at now. And I think, you know, in a perfect world, things like this won't have to be yeah. um, the norm, right? I think we all would want to live in a world where a coming out party is not necessary. And I think in order for us to get there, we have to increase representation and visibility on every single level of every single industry so that people who live in a small town in middle Georgia or in a big city somewhere know that this is just a part of them. It's not all of them. And um, they're going to be loved the same no matter what. Here is Jordan. Good morning, Jordan. You are part of the Burt Show. Hi. Okay. Hey, how are you? Hey, my name, hey I'm Jordan. I message Blake all the time, bro. What's up, man? Jordan, hey, I knew bro. your voice sounded familiar. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm kind of sick, so, you know, but, dude, you're still Blake, bro. You're Blake. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter who you love, who you don't love, bro. You're still Blake. Like, at the end of the day, you're Blake, bro. Like, you're a brother. You're somebody that, that just came on here and did what he needed to do, and, and you're doing great, man. And then seeing you do what you do in life and then now being able to do it while being who you want to be, bro, makes me even happier, man. So I'm so happy for you, bro, seriously. Thank you so much, seriously, Jordan. That, that means so a lot. Happy, yeah. You know, that was one of the things. It was like I, I want to give people a chance to 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 love me for, for who I am while on the journey, not maybe when I reach this destination that I aspired to get to. And so... The relief yeah. that you must feel. Oh man, I just I, I just feel so happy. And it's like I think if I could go back and tell Blake two years ago who was like beginning this journey and how dark it was at certain moments in time, like you have no idea how good it's gonna get. Like you have no idea how good it's gonna get. And I say that coming out of like two breakups, like I hate having feelings, like I feel like a, I feel like a middle schooler. I'm like, I'm analyzing Instagram comments, emoji usage. I'm like, this is stupid, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you, dude. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Bert. So happy and happy proud of you. you man. I love y'all. So I think the real question is, Kristen, you trying to dust off the matchmaker? Oh! <laughs> She's the last one you want to get. That's what you no, that's what you're like. No. Have you heard? You don't like the well, record. I, I think I'm redemption. I'm redemption. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> the Bert Show.